Remember, my excellent drivers, you are responsible for the safe use of your vehicle and abiding by the state or territory rules that you are driving in, and that, of course, includes mobile phone usage. Hello and welcome to the Art of Confident Driving. Today we've got an awesome episode. This is Give Way. All right, so talking about Give Way, it can be a bit tricky. The example is when I ask my students how to give way. The answers are quite interesting. And unfortunately, our own transport departments don't often help us with this because when you look up on your uh, motor transport department website, they will say to you, Give way in case of a collision. Now, that doesn't really define how to give way, does it? So that's what I'm here to do today is to help you define how to give way, when to give way, and who we're giving way to. All right, so when it comes to giving way, let's first of all recognize the sign. Now, fortunately, thanks to the Vienna Convention, a lot of countries around the world have got exactly the same sign, which is an upside down or inverted triangle, which is white background, but it's got a red border. Now, it could have the word give way inside, it can have the symbol of the roundabout in there, or of course, it can have the American word yield. They all mean the same thing, give way. So the give way sign is there to say, please look for the lines. Often the sign is not exactly where the line is. I don't know why. Maybe it's easy to see further back. I don't know. But the line is where the nose of the car should be at. Not over, but at. So on the line or slightly behind, not over. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is when we're giving way. We give way at an intersection. Now, I will define that in our intersection episodes, but in general, especially at a T-junction, if your road is the road that is ending, then yes, you're the one who has to give way, unless the signs or lines tell you otherwise. At a cross street, there will always be one road that has right of way, while the other cross street must give way. So again, it's up to you as the driver to have a look at that intersection before getting there and find out who has got the lines. I've had a lot of my students over the years come up to a cross street intersection and they just stop. And I tell them, have a quick look around guys, because the lines are where? And they say, oh, they're not in front of me. They're to the side of me, which means the side traffic has to give way. Okay. So don't just assume you're the one who has to give way. It could be the other traffic. So please look around for your road markings to tell you. And of course, those give way lines, they are usually fat, broken white lines, I call them. So they're quite large. They're not your normal lane line size. They are very thick and it's to get your attention so that you don't miss the give way line because it's kind of important to stop at there if we need to. And that's the next part I'm going to go into. A lot of people seem to think that give way means stop. And myself and the testers, we've had students or applicants attempt the test or attempt a drive for us and they'll come to a stop at almost every give way situation. And Usually it's one of two reasons. Number one, they're not confident with their own skills. And number two, somebody has told them you're better off stopping, better safe than sorry. Now, while I do agree with that sentiment most of the time, there are definitely times where giving way unnecessarily, that can actually be quite 
detrimental to your driving, apart from the fact the people around you are not going to be too thrilled with that. If you just come to a stop every single time and they're looking around seeing there's no traffic to give way to, well, they're going to get a bit upset with you, aren't they? So again, that's something I don't want you guys having to deal with is the road rage. So again, knowing how to give way correctly is very important when we're driving. Okay, the times we need to give way. So apart from our intersections, we've also got pedestrians. So if there is a zebra crossing where, of course, the pedestrians have right of way, we should be preparing to stop to let them walk on that crossing. Traffic lights, yeah, it is a give way situation a lot of the time. Not always, but again, I'll talk more about that on our traffic light lesson. Lane changing. Now, a lot of people do miss out on that, which I think people have forgotten the the lovely art of lane changing, which is quite complex. But when you're lane changing, that is the point. You are meant to give way to the other vehicles around you. In other words, we shouldn't be cutting them off. Okay. So I do talk about that a little bit more in our mirrors lesson. Now that is a free lesson. So go ahead, take a listen and you'll understand why I'm not a fan of the side mirrors to judge your distance when you're doing your lane change. Okay, so now we're going to talk about how to give way. Now, there are a lot of factors involved in how to give way because it depends on your vehicle, it depends on your skills, it depends on the vehicle that's coming towards you or to the side of you, whichever give way situation we're talking about. And of course, that includes roundabouts. I will do a very big lesson on roundabouts. It is coming very soon, guys, so take a listen for that. But when it comes to that giveaway situation, how do you know whether to pull out in front of somebody or wait for them to pass you before you then join in behind them on that road? So the one thing I always say to my students, giveaway simply means don't disturb the other driver. Don't annoy the other driver. Don't tick off the other driver. Any way you want to think of it, they are all meaning the same thing, aren't they? It means we don't want to upset that other driver. And by that, I mean, do they need to go on the brakes because you pulled out in front of them? Well, in that case, you shouldn't have done it, should you? You've disturbed them. You've upset them. You shouldn't have pulled out. So that's what I need you to think about when you're going to give way. Am I going to disturb that other driver? If the answer is yes, you just wait. You just hold on, let them pass and follow in behind them. If you're not going to disturb them, now by that I mean, are they far enough away so that if you pull out, you're not going to make them go on the brakes? Or are they slow enough so that if you pull out, you can accelerate and you're definitely well in front of them without disturbing them yet again? You see what I'm talking about? It's let's not annoy the other driver, okay? A really good example of that would be at roundabouts. We have a lot of roundabouts here in Australia, especially in the cities, and it's to facilitate the movement of traffic, but also to avoid those horrible head-on collisions that we do tend to see happen at cross-street intersections where they're controlled by the road signs saying either stop or give way. So at a roundabout, they're usually big enough so that you can see very clearly on the other side of the road that opposing road, in other words, if you're going straight, that would be the road in front of you. So if somebody's entering from that other side, I'd be able to see it. Now, if they're entering the roundabout and I'm entering from my side, we're opposite each other, aren't we? So really, I'm probably not going to annoy them. 
Now, this, of course, does depend on the size of the roundabout. So don't take that as a stock standard answer, guys. Okay, you've got to use your own judgment. And that's the point I make. You will get that judgment after a while. But I also talk to my students a lot about not giving way to cars. And you're probably going, well, goodness, how am I meant to give way if I'm not giving way to cars? I want you guys to look for movement. Okay. Movement is so much easier to see in our vision. So when we're looking for movement, if we're looking left and right, doesn't matter which way we're turning, whether we're turning left or turning right, I want my students to look in both directions. Why? Number one, I need to see where I'm going. Number two, if I'm looking left and right, I will then peripherally see the giveaway lines in front of me. I don't need to look down at the lines to see where they are. And you don't either. Trust me. (laughs) In fact, trust your own vision. Okay. I talk more, a whole lot more about that on episode three, or should I say lesson three. So please go on back and listen to that one. Now, of course, when it comes to looking both ways, the reason I need you guys to look both ways is if we're looking right to give way and I keep staring to the right, my judgment call on that vehicle and how fast he's coming towards me is not going to be a good one. So when I try and explain this to my students, what I say to them is it's a bit like watching a running race on TV. Now, they will do two shots. The first shot will be a close-up of the runners, and the second shot will be a very wide view so that we get to see a lot of the stadium and, of course, all of the runners. And by swapping between those two shots, our brain is then able to judge how fast they're running. Because if we just do a close-up of the runners when they're filling our screen, it's very hard to judge how fast they're running. So that's why the director does a pullback shot of the wide view. And then we're able to see. So it's exactly the same when you're coming up to a corner and you're trying to see, am I going to give way to that guy who's coming? You need to be bouncing your vision around, looking left and right, because that way you can then calculate how fast he's coming towards you. If you're staring at him, trust me, it's going to be a much harder job. Okay. So the other couple of things I need you to be thinking about when you're coming up to a giveaway situation, and this is a really important one, and it took me a long time to get used to the drivers here in Queensland. Look, every state has got their own quirks and foibles when it comes to driving. Queenslanders, what I've noticed is they come flying up to the end of a a road, T-junction, and they get a really great big shock when they've got to stop to give way. So I really do prefer my students to do it the other way around. I need you guys on the brakes lovely and early and controlling that vehicle so that by the time you're at the end of the road, you are able to either stop happily at that giveaway line or let's get back to the accelerator and accelerate through the corner so that we're using our momentum to get us up to speed once we're in that lane we've entered. So that's one of the biggest things. I really need you guys braking before and accelerating through. Okay, brake before the corner, accelerate through the corner. Now, there might be some people out there who don't particularly want to accelerate through a corner. I would say why? There's usually only a couple of reasons. If it's a downhill, that's fair enough. You don't want to be accelerating. If you're at too high a speed to come into the corner, but again, if you listen to what I just said, you shouldn't have that problem. Or the third reason, you're just not confident with your steering. Go back and listen to the steering episode, guys, or more importantly, the cornering episode, okay? 
So again, we want you to get in and out of intersections firmly. Don't want you hanging around. The longer you're in any intersection, the more chance of danger. Okay. So get in, get out. Don't dilly dally. Okay. I never say fast. I only ever say firm, a nice firm movement out of that intersection and getting up to speed. All right. The last thing I'm going to say about giving way is yes, let's go back to the better safe than sorry idea. You know, safe is always best. So if you're not certain if you should take that gap, okay, just hang back, let him go. And look, even if it was a wrong choice and you knew you could have pulled out, you've learned from that already. So don't let that bother you. I do it on occasion when I'm not paying attention, when I'm listening to a podcast or I've got my little one in the back seat and I'm getting a bit distracted. Hey, all drivers get distracted. And that's when it it really is important to get the mind back on the job and say, gee whiz, I could have taken that gap. I wasn't paying enough attention. So we all make mistakes. Don't let that bother you. Just learn from them. But yeah, it's always better to wait that little bit extra if you're not entirely certain. But the more you look around, guys, trust me, the better driver you're going to be. So go on out there, practice your giving way, looking early, braking early, and trust me, you're going to feel a whole lot happier. And my full driving lessons are available on Apple Podcasts and the artofconfidentdriving.com website, where you will get access to instructional videos. Remember to relax and enjoy the drive. See you next time.